0: We got the We Don't Know Sports World Series recap. We're back for our NFL Lead Pipe Stone Cold Locks of the Week, and I don't know, maybe Halloween. Anyway, stay tuned. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown.
1: Canadian, big E.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's been far too long. I apologize for the hiatus, but I had to move. I had to get me a new house, and I'm, I'm all kind of situated. I'm getting there. And you know what? It would have been bad to do a show the past few weeks because I hadn't watched much sports. But you know what? The past
1: week, I'm really dialed in here. If we'd have done a show the last few weeks, you'd have sounded the same as you normally do. <laughs>
0: Well, I appreciate the uh, vote of confidence. That means a lot coming from you. I'll act like that uh, matters. I don't know. So I, you know, the the one thing. I, what do he meant by that was you are a rod. I'm your a rod. So I just talk a lot. Like, I think I know what's happening. Absolutely. And it's like 50-50. Sometimes it's like hand grenades. Sometimes you hit yeah. a target. Sometimes you just blow up some dirt. So we'll, we'll give a hot take. And then like right after a hot take, well, what he was trying to say was. Yeah, what, what he really meant was uh, the opposite of what Let me be think. the
2: voice of reason here and explain what he just said again, only clearer <laughs> and more precise. And I sound smarter.
1: That is pretty good. You pre- present your BS in such a professional manner. It makes you sound intelligent. Hey, you
0: know what? If I sound like A-Rod, Just give me some of the money and I'll be there. You go and J Lo and J Lo. Yeah, she's not Jennifer Aniston. Yeah,
1: (laughs) speaking of that, I'm not sure where we were headed to start, but you said J Lo and A Rod, and that made me think. Did you guys see the report that the mayor of New York City, Bill De Blasio, is trying to stop the sale of the Mets to Cohen? No, I did not. It was just a report today. Read through the headline. I didn't know
0: the Mets were up for sale.
1: Oh, so you haven't been watching?
0: I I've been out of touch he's a
1: billionaire right uh, yeah he is like the uh so, so who, who's trying the, to buy him uh steve cohen he becomes the richest okay owner software in guy yeah, yeah i don't want a, i don't want him owning the mets he's worth like all. four billion and he's already said the payroll will be the highest in baseball he doesn't care about how much money they spend uh, is
0: that just the divisional thing you're saying you fear him owning the mets absolutely I mean, he could be like the next James Dolan. You never know. Yeah, there's no salary cap. He can keep making mistakes. <laughs> Eventually, he's going to get it right. Maybe. maybe We'll see what happens. So they're not letting him buy the team.
1: No, the, it's been agreed to. He is buying the Mets. Uh, it's, I think, still pending Major League Baseball approval. But for whatever reason, the mayor of New York City is trying to stop the sale behind the scenes nah j Lo came and gave him a lot dance, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to get off track. Hey, she's you said from j there you go
0: you know. she's she's Puerto Rican, but she's from I think the Bronx. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. She's exactly. still Jenny Jenny from the block from the Bronx used to have a little <laughs> now she has a lot. don't want- you know she knows where she came from <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Great, great opening segment.
0: Uh, Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) We missed you terribly. All right, let's talk more baseball. The World Series is concluded, and I know this has probably already been discussed at length on any platform you're listening to anything about sports. But to me, the biggest villain in the world of sports right now is none other than Kevin Cash, and I would like for you two to prove me wrong.
1: I can't. Mr. Brown is the baseball Encyclopedia. He's salty I though. I
0: don't know if he watched any of the World Series. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I watched the uh, closing game of Game Six. Okay. So you- now, actually, I'm sorry. Let me let me clarify. I watched the ninth inning of Game Six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you missed all the hubbub. I did. I didn't even see the dude fall down coming around third and then scoring because Will Smith dropped the ball. I a saw raza- none of that. a
1: Rosarina? Yeah. Rosarina, man. So, is he
0: the, is he like the, uh, this year's Juan Soto? I'm guessing.
1: Just yeah. out of nowhere. He wasn't going to make the ball club out of original spring training and then went two hit out of spring training. You know, he got traded to them.
0: Where was he at before? The Cardinals. A Rose Arena from the Cardinals. So it's another one of those tricky Rays moves, man. That's what they do, man. They're better than any of them. They're the new Oakland A's. We've said it before. It's crazy. I, I don't want to get on how good we think the Rays are because right, their right. manager sucks. Back to Kevin Cash. Their manager sucks a big floppy one because how – do you pull Blake Snell in that situation? He he gives up a bloop single over second base, and when Cash came out of the dugout, I heard this excuse on on social media where they're like, "Well, he only it was already doing his second mound visit, so he had to pull him out." as soon as he left the dugout he was already tapping the arm he was looking to the pin I'm like why would you take the guy out that's given up two hits non-strikeouts you're on, it was a fifth inning sixth inning
1: it was fifth inning one out he'd faced 18 batters he had five 30s okay he'd given up two hits of those two hits one hard hit ball that's it
0: yeah I mean what what are you doing like is this this it, is not- this is on the same terms to me as The Seahawks throwing the slant against the Patriots instead of giving the ball to Marshawn Lynch. It's that bad.
1: Like, how do you not ride your horse? Blake Snell, is he Cy Young? No, no, not not this year, but he's a great pitcher. Well, I'm saying he has won one. That, uh, yeah, right. he, So he's a Cy Young Award winner, right. game six. He's dealing, and like Chad said, Cash was pounding that arm by the time he hit the top step uh, of the dugout. He was just could, waiting to
0: make the I, move. I was just in shock watching. I'm like, what is happening? Why are they doing this? And then they bring in Tim Anderson, Nick who, Anderson, Nick Anderson, who I thought that was a basketball player. Remember no, that me? was a shortstop, <laughs> the okay. White Sox. I will get it right. Anderson comes in, and Mookie Betts is the next batter who is a, you know, Batting like two hundred against righties or no, lefties. I mean, to his defense, and Nick Anderson gave up one inherited runner to score the whole season. Yeah, but, but in, the in the postseason, he yeah, in the postseason he wasn't yeah. so hot though. So, but like the analytics don't even support the decision. Is what I'm saying.
1: My favorite comment or tweet on it was Chipper Jones, and he just said, uh, nine Ks." two-hard hit ball, 75 pitches, fire me, I'm riding my horse, it's the World Series.
0: (laughs) It was.
2: I I I think it's more than Kevin Cash. What do you mean? I mean, we're throwing it on Kevin Cash, but it's an organizational philosophy at this point. You've got the new Oakland A's, the the Rays, who've taken it even further than the A's. I'm not so sure it didn't come from above.
0: I mean, come on, man. You're... you're you're making the GM the one in charge of this, no, right? Like you think the front office is there? The, the general I think manager. I they had a game
2: plan because their analytics is so driven. Because look on paper, but they don't even support analytics. Can I finish? No. The point is, is that you look at the Rays on paper. Their offense, even their pitching, is great. But I mean, it ain't like you can't say they're like the best. It don't match up against anybody. But they continue to win on gutsy plays and gutsy decisions. He's done this the whole postseason. That's what got him to the World Series. They got a little bit too cute, in my opinion. Absolutely. And that's what caused it here for them to lose. Now, any baseball person would say, if your ace is dealing, you let the guy deal. And if you go down with your ace a-blazing and they win by one run, so be it. No one's going to fault you for that. Right. But But
0: they got too cute. But now we can fault him for this because in hindsight, it looks like a terrible decision because of the events that
1: transpired right after Absolutely. Well, it was a terrible decision. That's your ace. If there's one guy that you ride, it's him. I could see if it was your fourth starter or something along those lines. When it's your ace who has a Cy Young, give him another batter. But you know why they pulled him, right? It's because analytics. Yep.
2: The third time through the order. His his average goes that up that much now, higher. His
0: average the third time through the order was the same as his second time through no. the order. So it was it was actually it dropped four points. His second time through it was three hundred eight. The third time through it was three hundred four for some reason. So the that's why I'm saying the analytics around all of this doesn't even make sense. I don't understand any of it. I don't buy it. I think I don't know. Somebody's on the payroll. Somebody's on the take. That's all I can say. This is horseshit. He didn't go past the fifth
2: inning very much in the regular season. He so. did. I so the point that. is, is he, he probably didn't go through much of the third time through the order. If he didn't go through the whole lineup, but October I'm
0: baseball is made from these guys, like you were saying, like you ride your horse, you stick to your gut, you you trust your instincts, and we we've completely fell away from that. I'm hoping the silver lining in all of this, where I I found myself in the middle of the game switching to rooting for the Dodgers because I was so pissed from this move. I did. I actively was just like, come on, L.A., let's just end this thing because this is stupid. I want him to look like a jackass, and he does, and he got roasted on Twitter. He got roasted by every commentary out there and i'm hoping this does something to give a sense of normalcy back to baseball to where a lot of these people will say man analytics can screw
1: you up if you don't trust your gut so tim Kirkchin is one of my favorite that, baseball he lost people. his mind he and lost his mind mr brown take me and you in that video of his commentary on uh espn talking about it and he said a lot of things but the thing that stuck with me and i think her perfect hit home perfectly was how we have lost a feel for the game in baseball from- there was no feel yeah
0: I can't remember the last time I've watched a baseball game. I'm a Reds fan, so the last time I watched a game that wasn't the Reds where I lost my mind so much, where I, I was physically, like, shaking, like I couldn't sit down, I was pacing back and forth, I couldn't understand it, I was trying to understand it, and I never could. It was just beyond me. It was baffling.
1: I just think the days of managers like say Bobby Cox who would come out with the intent to pull on you, you could talk him into letting you finish that inning, are so far gone and it kills the game of baseball because you can predict the move sitting on your couch before the manager makes it. Well the numbers say this, so with one out in the seventh, they're going here.
2: What if I told you the light is at the end of the tunnel? What's that light? The train? (laughs) No, the light is. The the White Sox hired Tony La Russa They today. did hire Tony La Russa. How old I, is
0: Tony La Russa? 76? 76 years young. He's he the hasn't next matched Jack- since 2011. <clears throat> hey, Jack McKeon won a World Series. So, How old is he? to my point, maybe he
2: will set a new trend for the next 10 years if he comes out guns a-blazing on a nice,
0: young White Sox team. Uh, hey, you know what? The White Sox were solid. They, they're a good ball That's a great player. fit. They, I mean... Hey, I, I hope. Know, I hope. I'm pulling for the White Sox just based off of that. And I'm not the biggest Tony Larusa fan because I hate the Cardinals. I just wasn't wasn't all in on that. Obviously, but you, hate the A's. I, well, yeah. Yeah, I don't hate the A's. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the A's are fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, the Reds beat the yeah, A's back yeah, in 1990.
1: Yeah, yeah. Their second years run ago. in in Chicago. And what I like about it is that he won't have to decide at his advanced age if he should bat his pitcher eighth or ninth.
2: That's great. That, that Take that true. out, right? <laughs> yeah. It's been a long one time. Less one less decision.
1: Like Forrest Gump said when they got all that Apple money. One less thing <laughs> to worry about. No,
2: well, I like I kept hearing the rumors about him coming back, and I knew him and Reinsdorf was good friends, but, yeah, but man. I didn't think it was gonna uh,
0: happen. No, like he's been out of the game for how many years? Two thousand eleven. Uh, that's a long time to be out. But like, I I guess,
2: how many times has a Hall of Famer came out of retirement
0: to manage again? I, I that's a good question. I, I can't think of another one like this. I mean, I can think of managers that went well into the the late part of their life. Yeah, I like a Dusty Baker, Dusty Baker, Sparky Jim Anderson, Jim Leland. Jim Leland's one like this, but they Jack never McCann. left. They never left the game.
1: No, the, even when they did leave it, they were still around it. They weren't just sitting no, somewhere at home. Although was there Larusso's the general manager yeah. for the. Diamondbacks?
2: Yeah, and then he's been a consulting person I, I, with the Red Sox.
0: I, I guess that's something. But I guess it's different than being in the dugout. That's oh, all
1: I'm Yeah, saying.
2: absolutely.
0: All these other guys never left the dugout.
1: Now, is baseball a sport where, because he's older, hasn't managed in nine years, he's 76, is he going to have trouble relating to young players? In no, no. Because so you don't they, like in, in other sports, you no. can't relate to the young guys, these old college coaches. I feel they, like he walks in and his resume does the talking. Okay. That's my
0: I, I agree. I think baseball is one of those sports where if you knew how to play the game in 1950 and you walked into today's game, you'd still be okay. You might have to adjust to the analytics because that's how the game has changed, but the fact of the matter is the sport is still the same.
1: Like It,
2: it, it is. You don't think for a second when he walks through the dugout through that time that these young studs coming up with the White Sox that, that emerged this year, they see him in the dugout. They're not going to be a little giddy. Ooh. I
0: hope. And I hope, like some of the ones that maybe don't bat the greatest against left handers, he might be the guy to look at him and say, you know what, we're going to help you get through it. We're not going to trust the analytics in every aspect of the game. Well, I can't gonna-
2: have lefty, lefties, coach. Well, t- damn well, today you are.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I hope that's <laughs> today what we you're see. going to. Uh, is Tony La Russa, are we proclaiming him the savior of baseball? <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm not a big Tony Larusa guy because, like him and Bobby Cox, hated each other. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna put that aside. He is exactly what we need in today's game to hopefully get some people's heads out of their asses. So
0: outside I hope of you're right, outside of our three teams. So you're a Mariners fan, Mister Brown. You're you're a Braves fan. I'm a Reds fan. If the White Sox won the World Series next year and our teams weren't in the World Series, we'd be okay with that. I'd be perfectly fine with that. Go Tim Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We're, real quick before we wrap up baseball, we got to touch on this real quick. The Dodgers did win the world series and the most bizarre sequence of events that I can remember happening all year in the season of COVID happened with Turner and, and, Him getting taken out of what the seventh inning, eighth inning after playing the all game. Like he had a, he had a weird test and then they came back and said it was positive and they pulled him out of the game. No, we thought he was injured. Nobody said anything. And then he came out and he was celebrating with everybody. Like it's just craziness. Like I'm guessing the Dodgers didn't know beforehand or they thought it was safe to play. Like this is madness. And I guess Mr. Brown and I were talking earlier. What's the penalty for this? Like, you know, I get the season's over now. Like, you can't do anything other than maybe find them. But, like, this is just chaos, and this is supposed to be a bubble? Like, this bubble has more leaky holes in it than anything.
1: I did see a release from uh, Rob Manfred that was pretty strongly worded about Uh, the repercussions that were going to be forthcoming. I didn't see anything about what the penalties may be at this point, but he made it pretty clear that they're going to hit the Dodgers and Turner pretty hard. He's got to be suspended. Yep. I mean could like, this go as far as being like forfeiture of draft picks? I know baseball is a little bit uh, different, uh, uh, but uh, uh, no, I mean it's COVID, life and death. You yeah, missed half well, your season but that being for it and you sad, just like, blew What away. harm
0: really happened because he'd already been in the dugout, he already mm-hmm. showered with these guys, he's already been on the field, he's already played, he's interacted like what what more damage can be done by him celebrating with the teammates he's been around literally all day? I well, got what I mean, you're I saying. Agree.
2: I got what you're saying, but America is literally walking around on eggshells. Right.
0: I, I'm not saying he shouldn't be punished.
2: And to have them uh win the World Series, they told him to stay out of uh, stay off the field. He was adamant I'm coming out. And then he came I out. Too. And he was out there without a mask. Making out
1: with Kershaw's wife.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and beside of Dave Roberts who is a cancer survivor right right beside of him and you don't wear a mask and like th- this is a team from California for God's sakes mm-hmm. this is the message we're going to send so so what's the appropriate punishment I think he gets suspended 10 I, games I don't know how many games but I think he gets suspended and I think the Dodgers are asked to pay a hefty Fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think they lose draft
1: picks. Okay.
0: I was thinking they might come down and tell the Dodgers. It's like a $500,000 million dollar fine. Something crazy. I think they like almost close to what they tried to find the Astros, you know, near the cap because the season's been so tumultuous anyway. Like might as well just go ahead and screw the pooch on this one.
1: Well, there's not a whole lot left they can do. Like you said, other than fines. Take away the ring. So (laughs) the only thing they can do to try to put a capper on it and we care about COVID and everything is hit them with a million dollar. It's more
0: of a PR move at this point. It's a PR It's a total at this point. PR issue. Yeah, What's done
1: is done, but I'd say a million dollars. At least then you send a message we took this serious. And
0: we're we're recording the show here on a Thursday night, and as far as I know, no other Dodger has tested positive, correct?
2: No, they reported that no one else tested positive. Right. So I don't know. Maybe
0: maybe in a, in a day or two we'll find out it was a false positive for him because he was a, asymptomatic anyway. Who knows?
2: It, it just seems fishy to me because all the tests usually come back before the games start. So now he's in this. I think it was the sixth inning. But they pull him and, like, now it's all of a sudden a positive test. Like, how do we find that out in the middle of the game?
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> what I don't understand either. Yeah, it's the
0: first time that happened all year. There's, yep. like there's like some
2: shenanigans year. going on yep. here because this is the Dodgers' third-place hitter. Like between Blake Snell, between
0: this nonsense, Blake Snell getting pulled. I call shenanigans right now. I'm telling you, it's, it's the fix was in. I'll tell you this. Vegas is pissed because they wanted game seven. (laughs) We're going to make more money off. Yeah. So it's been a while since we talked NFL. We know we're going to talk our stone cold lead pipe locks of the week coming up. And Biggie is still leading the way as far as that goes, but it's, it's getting close. I'm right on your heels.
1: Got to keep you close enough to take money off you as the year goes,
0: (laughs) I guess. Either way, so a lot has happened in the in in the NFL the past few weeks, and you were just talking about your Patriots off segment here, and let's let's start with that because man they they looked bad this past week they looked real bad cam newton the first couple of weeks looked good now he looks like
1: dog crap first three weeks of the year before he got COVID, they looked good and were improving each week on offense and then he got COVID. that came back lost the game to uh kansas city and it's ah we'll see how it goes uh you know short notice didn't have your quarterback they've lost two more since then broncos 49ers, they have not even been competitive. They Not even close. Horrible on both sides of the ball. Cam's got pulled in the fourth quarter of both games. Of course, they were getting blown out. But I'll be honest with you, I, I'm blown away. I knew some of the changes they had on defense. Some of the guys had opted out for COVID. The defense playing as poorly as it has is killing me. It, How are first you first accepting this mediocrity? That I'm not you know. accepting it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you need to.
1: Fuck it's, you. it's the
0: inevitable. He can bleep. Bleep.
1: (laughs) No, they'll get it turned around and become a more competitive, functional team. As far as what has been for many years and what everyone is talking about, you look at Brady, Gronk looks rejuvenated, touchdowns in back-to-back games, and Brady's balling. The divorce uh, went. Uh, uh, Brady got the house. He got the dog.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Brady was the guy, not Belichick, huh? So maybe he shouldn't have won our coach's challenge. No, uh, <laughs> well, he rightfully won it.
1: They've lost a ton uh, he, on he defense. He didn't win. It, it was
2: Tom Osborne. Get it
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so all right, outside of the Patriots, uh, you know, downward spiral we're seeing here, what else has stood out to you guys so far in the first, you know, several weeks here at the NFL?
1: 2020 NFL MVP, Kyler Murray, doing what I said he'd do before the year started. Five and two. Here's what stuck out to me. Adding that seventh team to the playoffs this year, every team in the NFC West will make the playoffs. What? Every team? The Niners are the worst team in that division at four and three, and they're getting it going.
2: You made a good point. I can't argue that. So – my biggest takeaway is the exact opposite. So that's clearly the best division. Who would have thought the NFC East would be this bad? And I know we got injuries on the Cowboys. I feel like
0: we've been here before.
2: No,
1: not this bad. This is like historical bad. <laughs> a lot of years we look at it, and nine and seven team is the joke. You know, that's who wins. Like the A division. six and
0: ten team could yeah, win this division. A, yeah,
2: like you got the Eagles versus the Cowboys, and and they're legit moving the game to Cartoon Network. <laughs>
1: And they should. It is a joke. Who's starting for the Cowboys this week? He looks like... I don't know what his Dina name is.
0: Ben Is that his name? He
2: yeah. looks like he should be painting right beside a Bob Ross. <laughs> Bingaducci.
0: <laughs> What's his name?
1: Bingaducci is what I call Bing-a-ducci?
0: him. Gaducci. Yeah. I, I, I we'll have to fact check that. Get the, get the research team on it. Either way, the, so the Cowboys... You know, started out like they, they can score points. You know, they couldn't stop anybody. Dax hurt. Dalton's
1: out next week now and he didn't look good while he was in there. Like they're, they're just a dumpster fire. They got all kinds of stuff going on. You got players calling out coaches for not being prepared. You got your formal, former, uh, Super Bowl head winning coach, Jimmy Johnson calling out the players, maybe ain't as good as you thought you were. Shut up and play football. It's a disaster, but everyone's talking about them. So Jerry's happy. Right? I mean, you know, controversy creates cash, baby. That's how it
0: works well, in Big D.
2: We knew how bad that the Eagles, I'm sorry, not the Eagles, the Giants and the, the Washington football team are going to be, and they're right there in the mix. You can't say they're any worse than the other teams in the division. There's no
0: separation.
2: It's crazy. They're all just
0: lumped together as trash.
2: Like You honestly, look at it, after... Uh, Ron Rivera, he finishes cancer treatment and he's he's coming out that tunnel and like who's to say the freaking the Washington won't come win that division. That's who I'm pulling all oh, Off of damn inspiration
1: it. here. Between him and Alex Smith, they're gonna win the division at seven and nine and host a <laughs> playoff game. <laughs> seven and, and nine, nine is lofty. With, I'd be yeah. fine with that.
0: Seven and nine is lofty though.
1: Well the Giants are one in five or one in six and they're one game <laughs> one out of nine. first. <laughs> I don't I don't know
2: what his real name is, but that Redskins running back, Booby Gibson. Yeah. He's a badass. (laughs) I think his his name's Antonio. Antonio. So, I mean, he's emerging.
0: I mean, I don't know. So, Uh, uh, who's your all's prediction to win the East, and what's the record going to be? I mean, I originally said that Philadelphia would, and I I feel like I'm okay not backing down from that at this point. All
2: right, so stay with Philly. What's the record going to be at the end of the season? Uh,
0: I think if Philly wins the division – They'll go seven and nine. I think if it's if it comes down to Washington or New York, they're going to be six and ten.
1: So I'm gonna go with Washington at six and ten. I originally had the Cowboys, which uh, is obviously not going to happen. Too. I'm gonna switch to the Eagles, but I'm not gonna pick them at seven and nine since they have a tie and that can't happen. I'll That's take true. them at seven, eight, and one to I, win I the division. I forget about yeah, the tie. Oh yeah, so you're so going set, to Eagles.
0: So seven, eight, yeah. and one by I, default. Not, not, not six, nine, and one. I, I just picked a <laughs> seven, eight, and one. I
2: picked Washington <laughs> just because of Ron Rivera. But, like, it's Why that not? bad. No. So, it, it like, is. what exactly you got, Brown. Chad? What's your takeaway?
0: Well, you know, looking at fantasy football, you know, I drafted Tua Tagovailoa, uh, you know, originally thinking that he was going to, you know, play. And then Fitzpatrick started out playing really well, so I kind of cut him immediately. And then as soon as I did, Mr. Brown picks him up. And they decide to start playing, Tua, and I feel bad for Fitzmagic. I, I really do. But, like, if you're Miami and you're playing this decent already, like, why the switch now?
1: I don't get it. It's got to come from up above because if you were looking to win this year, you'd ride Fitzpatrick out on his hot hand. We've been down this road. He's been with that many teams before because as hot as he gets with Fitzmagic, it, it flickers out. But you think you would ride him off the last two games and then put two in. I, I know
0: Fitzmagic, he's, he's got the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Yes. Hey, here's
2: the deal. I, I agree with Rex Ryan here. I mean, we <laughs> don't know what he's been doing in practice. We don't know how healthy he is. Apparently, he's healthy. But you don't think the players are seeing what two is doing in practice? He's definitely healthy if they're starting. So he is healthy. But, like, maybe they genuinely feel he gives them the best chance to win. Look at an old, old dude now in uh, – not, uh,
0: not San Diego, Los,
1: Los Angeles. Los Angeles Chargers. That's that's so, what Herbert
2: and no, no, Burrow finish.
0: were playing great, and Tua originally no, he was the be, higher draft pick. He
2: could be right there with him. So my point is, he might be the best chance to win, and that might be why they're doing it because guess what? Fitzmagic, he's a journeyman.
1: That's you know, you know where the ceiling he's is. He's on this many teams for a reason. I like what you said there those coaches see him every day in practice we don't see any of that i was just they're, surprised yeah i'm surprised odd timing because of but, how well fitzpatrick has played but maybe they think Tua can play even better yeah but now
2: they're going into a bye week so it gave it gave two two weeks to prepare
1: so is this draft right here i like what you said they're two weeks to prepare come out ready to play so of tua burrow herbert is this eli absolutely absolutely Yeah. Philip Rivers. Yeah. I think, I think, I think, are these guys
0: those guys? I think two of the three will carry the torch. I don't know which two or the three that you're going to say. There's always one that drops off. Somebody's going to be a Todd Marinovich in here. That's the way it always goes. It doesn't have to
1: be. All three of these guys could be Hall of Famers.
0: That's saying a lot, but
1: I'm just, I I think, I think Burrow. I
2: don't even like Philip Rivers as a
1: Hall of Famer.
0: Ah, uh, no, he's a, Hall, he's of a Hall of Famer He's a Hall of Fame. Yeah,
2: because he's always down and he throws and gets numbers.
0: <laughs> well, so that may be true.
2: I mean, it's it, it garbage happened.
0: time, though. It, uh, he's, he's
1: a Hall of Fame quarterback.
0: That, he, he, of he, Fame. All right, he is. Uh, without getting on a tangent about Philip Rivers, who's playing like uh. dog shit for Indianapolis. I think if you look at Herbert's really surprised me, he's the guy I, because Oregon quarterbacks traditionally don't transfer well to the NFL. So that's been a good surprise so far. Burrow has not been murdered yet by his horrible offensive line. So that's been great to see these, these two guys have been doing great too. We don't know yet because we haven't seen enough of a sample size, but you're right. We could end up seeing all three of these guys just being phenomenal quarterbacks. I hope we do because the NFL needs the changing of the guard.
2: The, you know, the only left handed quarterback since 2015. What?
1: Really? Tua.
0: You would know that. Yeah. Of course.
1: Of these three quarterbacks, I actually think Tua is the least mobile. Yeah. Herbert and Burrow, man, you, you, can they move.
0: You think the hip's that bad?
1: And I don't think he was quite as athletic as we built him up to start with. When I watch Herbert play and Burrow running behind that crappy offensive line, man, can they move. And Herbert's a big boy, 6'6, like 225. I just, I'm really excited. For these guys to be that quarterback draft that we talk about ten years from now.
2: All right, last but not least, right, hold on. So there's oh, a, there's a few things in NFL in today's times that are like the unicorn slash Bigfoot. You know, <laughs> it's one the left handed quarterbacks and two white quarterbacks. So yes, it, they're on the same level.
1: They are. <laughs> I'm just saying,
0: we'll follow the yeti. <laughs>
1: it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Angie Harmon. <laughs> Angie Harmon? Jason Seahorn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why are we talking about that?
0: Uh, oh, that is the white unicorn, yes, right? That's you? right. <laughs> so the last thing I wanted to ask about <laughs> you know, recent NFL news was A.B. signed with the Buccaneers.
1: And that's a total Tom Brady move right there. He's becoming LeBron James. Is he going to move in with him? Give me this guy. Give me that guy. Because they asked Bruce Arians twice back in the offseason. Both times he said, Antonio Brown does not fit this locker room. I'm not bringing his personality into it. Because he had him in Pittsburgh. He knows A.B. He said, nope, not doing it. The season has started. All of a sudden they're rolling a little bit. Four and two. Brady's staying on him. We should get him. Now Arian says, well, we're rolling. uh, I think I owe it to the guys to bring him in and see what he's got in the tank. But he also said that, you know,
2: Gronk, Evans, Godwin, they don't complain about touches. Nobody's fighting about balls. So the second he starts complaining about touches, we got a problem. Yep. And I like that. I love BA. I love that. So here's the
0: thing. Are you going to have a problem? Uh, I don't think you will. You think, you think he's been ostracized as much where he won't have a problem.
1: I think that he realizes this is his last chance to play football. And when he goes into Tampa Bay, he's going in with Tom Brady, who when he came to New England, he was staying in Brady's house. Brady likes him. They're boys. Okay. If he doesn't fit into the system, God, Brady don't have a whole lot of time left. He's not going to deal with that. Neither is Bruce Arians.
0: AB is going to be Des Bryant. I'm just calling it.
1: If. What do you mean? What do you mean by that?
2: Injuries or just fall
0: off? Just disappear, and then in a couple years he's going to appear on somebody's practice squad. He
2: he might. (laughs) And and on the flip side, though, if AB somehow manages to uh, maximize this uh, opportunity, where he's not necessarily catching a a hundred yards a game or like eight balls, show he's competent. Let's let's say that like you throw him the ball like an Edelman or not even an Edelman level, but like he's not dropping passes. He's uh, contributing to the game plan. And then he's mixing with the teammates. If he can do that and they realize that he's not the guy because they have so many weapons, he could turn this into a multi-year deal. Yeah. I mean, I really think so.
0: Whether he, for Tampa Bay or somebody Yeah,
2: else. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying – I'm thinking he's auditioning for a multi-year he's deal. He's just
0: trying to get – show that he still belongs right. in the league.
2: And yeah. he don't have to be the stud. He's just got to fit in. And not make mistakes. There's
1: no reason that he couldn't because I think he's going to be what, 32 years old this year? He got two and a half million for the rest of this year and it's incentive laden. How old is Larry Fitzgerald? He's still balling out. Why can Antonio Brown not do that? And still be in the league, still making because millions.
0: Because L- Larry Fitzgerald, man, he's he's an old hat. He's just out there doing his business, putting the work in. He you brings can't his lunch. Legit, bail.
1: just compare no. A B to Fitz. No, no not, not even Not close. personality wise. I'm talking not about even work age wise, wise. Playing in the that's NFL. That's why you, you can't even it. compare him age wise. I think most teams would probably rather have. I can't do at this compare point. him age wise because Larry Fitzgerald's older and he's still. That's playing. That's why you so can't compare the him. physical talent of ab gives him the ability to do that if he can get his nut head freaking crap up larry straight.
0: fitzgerald's still going to finish the year with more catches and receiving yards than ab
1: well i would hope so
0: <laughs> <laughs> i would hope so he started
2: week one
0: <laughs>
1: before we move forward larry fitzgerald's second all-time in receptions does he pass Jerry Rice? Not a chance. He'd have to do five
0: 1,000-yard 5, seasons. No, in receptions. Years. I don't know where he's at on receptions.
1: He'd have to play about another three seasons, getting about 55 catches a year. No, not happening. Okay.
0: He's too old. Just, whoa! Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, Jerry Rice is a
0: freak. Jerry Rice... Played well into his what forty first. Yeah, he birth? played for the Raiders. He was forty two or forty three.
2: Yeah, I mean it, it was just. And was he, just, he was playing in the slot. He was a possession receiver, but his hands were as solid as Jerry ever. Jerry
0: Rice was a different different freak man. It, it just you can't you can't replicate that. Nah, we, that's, you know, we we shouted out Jerry Rice today because it was this day in nineteen ninety five that he became the all time leading receiver in the NFL. You played and, and he, yeah, he played another nine years. Yeah, another nine years after that. I mean, and no wonder, like in today's past happy offenses, that Larry Fitzgerald, who's number two, is still 5,000 yards behind him now.
2: Make that make sense.
0: You hear that music? You know what time it is. It's been a couple weeks, but we're back for our NFL. Lead pipe stone cold locks of the week. And while Biggie might be in first place, he's lost some ground. Chad the Marks gained on him. Mr. Brown, you're kind of lost in the woods. Are you going to make a comeback? I'll beat you, but that's about it. You'll beat me. Yeah. (laughs) Grim one, Alice. Yeah. it's not happening. Yeah. Either way, we're back. And you know what? We're watching our Thursday night game here. It's Atlanta versus Carolina. And Carolina's down, but we've all... Unanimously picked the Panthers to cover this one and a half point spread. But well, we got one, two, three, four, uh, a bunch of other games against to, to. So we're gonna get to those. So right now is the We Don't Know Sports. What week are we? In? Week eight? Week eight. Week eight! Stone Cold led by blocks of the week. So first off, we're gonna start with the Tennessee Titans. On the road against the fighting Joe Burroughs, the Cincinnati Bengals. The Titans are a five-and-a-half-point favorite.
1: I love how I've rubbed off on you. It's now the fighting Joe Burrows. Guess what? The fighting Mike Crables <laughs> are going to cover.
2: Yeah, I'm going I'm to go Titans as well. Derrick Henry has kind of held down this past week. He got a garbage touchdown, but he, he's going to run wild this week on the Bengals.
0: You guys are out of your mind. I've picked the Bengals to cover the spread almost every week. I think I have every week. You know what? They've done it all but once. So, once again, I'm going to take the bingles. So does that mean I'm the lone wolf? I'm You're the lone right. tiger? I'm the lone burrow? I'm the... I'm just going to do the home alone and slap my face again. Ah! <laughs> I don't know what to do. But the bingles are going to come. You should do. Meow. 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 Meow.
2: That's the kind of bangle you are. Ah. screamless, Yeah. Just a pussy cat. Yeah. Just out of a litter box.
0: All right, <laughs> next up... <laughs> We got a, a black and blue division, an old school rivalry. The Minnesota Vikings against the Green Bay Packers at the Frozen Tundra and Lambeau. The Packers are a six and a half point favorite.
1: So the Packers are a touchdown favorite at home against the Minnesota Vikings. Coming off a bye. Fight for Mike Zimmer's job. I'm going to go with the Vikings. Can't
2: say I'm surprised. I'm, skull! I'm going Packers all day.
0: I'm also going Packers all day, so give me a skull, champ Biggie, since you're the lone wolf. Skull! 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 <laughs> Alright, let's go to another black and blue division. We'll go to the AFC North and this is a classic. This is a great matchup. This is, might be, this might be the best matchup. The entire week you got it. the Pittsburgh Steelers on the road against the Ravens
1: and the Ravens are a three and a half point favorite this probably is the best game of the weekend and even though the Ravens have kind of laid an egg the last couple years in big games in the regular season and playoffs they're coming off a bye week Steelers a little banged Ooh. up I'm taking the Ooh. Ravens to cover
0: okay I-, I like the Steelers all day on this one Really? I really do. So I, I got to buck that, and I'm going back to the Ravens because I feel like the Steelers are a little overvalued where they're at right now. I don't think they're that good. I don't think they're the best team in the AFC. Look but at the that record. second half against the Titans. They fell team. apart. No, I'm just saying the record looks that way. I feel like the better than that. I think the Ravens are going to shut them down. I think the Ravens win this game. The Ravens cover the spread. So you're the lone wolf. So oh, th- yeah, we'll what us. What is a Steelers? Sweet! Caroline. No, uh, that's not what We'll just go. Here's a more for Mr. Brown. Alright. My favorite spread of the week though is this next one. We got the New York J-E-T-S Jets, 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 Jets on the road to Airhead. Biggie, you know what the spread is on this
1: game? It's how do you like close to 20 points? It's 19 and a half. <laughs> Who you got? Uh the fact that Le'Veon Bell is now playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. The Jets did play better last week against a good Bills team. I think the Chiefs win this game and they might win it by 30. I'm taking the Chiefs to cover. Oh, and I'm calling two Le'Veon Bell touchdowns.
2: <laughs> Throwing touchdowns, of course. <laughs> so uh, I'm also going to the Chiefs and Mahomes is gonna to dominate
0: to Le'Veon Bell. I I can't follow that up. I already had Kansas City right down, but how in the world are we both all three? Both. All three of us,
1: picking the Chiefs, to cover a twenty-point spread. Almost three touchdowns.
0: <laughs> this is terrible. How about that? Bad?
1: Put it this way, would you be more surprised if the Chiefs cover this week or that the Jets Prevented the cover last week against the Bills. Weren't we all just amazed the Bills only beat them by 10? Right,
0: we're going to get to the Bills here in a minute. So we're all lined. We're man.
1: all lined. Okay. Dog shit, Jeff.
0: All right. Las Vegas, which we talked about you know, in length in between segments here because we all want to go to Vegas. Mr. Brown hasn't been. The
2: Raiders
0: are on the road in the dog pound against the Browns, who. Who are kind of a conundrum. I don't know what to expect out of the Browns, but either way, Cleveland finds themselves
1: a two and a half point favorite at home against the Raiders. The Browns are only two and a half at home. The Hook, they're only a field goal favorite at home against the Raiders. Browns, Odell Beckham's injured. Got a couple guys on the defensive side injured. Miles Garrett isn't going to be full strength. Give me Chucky, the Raiders, for the cover. Actually, they're going to cover, but they're also going to win out.
0: (laughs) Well, yes, they would. Uh, No, they
1: wouldn't. They could lose by one. I guess. I'm taking the Raiders all day.
2: That's easy for me.
0: I guess I'm the lone wolf here. I don't know what it is. I think this is the type of game the Browns win because I don't think the Raiders are that good. I don't think the Browns are that good. But this is the type of game the Browns win to make them look better than they actually are. So I just think the Raiders with no defense. I think the, the Browns are actually better without Odell because they're not focused on him. So I'll give you the Lone Wolf. Oh, oh, oh. my Lone Wolf for the Cleveland dog Dogbound. All right, the LA Rams are on the road against the Tua Tamagalova. I don't know if I said that right. Just leave it to Tua. <laughs> Tua. Is uh Miami's a three and a half point favorite against the Rams. What do you think? Miami
1: is a three and a half point favorite?
0: No, I'm sorry. The Rams are a three and a half point. Yeah, favorite. I was
1: about to say. Uh, two, uh, two, uh, two. 2 uh. 2 Gimme the
2: Rams to cover. Yeah, I'm going Rams as well. I think Aaron Donald versus Tua in
1: his first start, it's too much to handle. I think that Tua's going to be behind center, look up, see Aaron Donald, think of his hip and say,
0: oh, the hell with this, Fitzmagic, it's (laughs) yours.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I feel
0: like this is one of those games where the reason why they picked Tua over Fitzmagic is going to be kind of seen in this game, where they're going to beat the Rams. The Rams aren't an elite team, they're a good team. And we're going to sit there and go, oh, maybe Miami's for real. So, I think Miami's actually going to come cover this game. I think they might actually win. They Call me a lone wolf. Give me a,
1: I can't do it. What sound does a dolphin make?
0: Wow. <laughs> they caught a You are not Ace
1: Ventura, that <laughs> <No, laughs> detective. I am not. All
0: right, then. Let's move on. <laughs> Thank you for that. I'll take that as support. Yeah, that was you did I, a Bronco. I, was, oh, a, I did I, a dolphin. I can't tell the difference. They're both mammals. <laughs> wow. All right, speaking <laughs> of mammals, the Patriots are on the road against where nobody circles the wagons quite like the Buffalo Bills. And the Buffalo Bills are a four-point favorite. When's the last time the Bills have been a favorite against the Patriots? They're a four-point favorite at home against the New England Patriots.
1: I got to tell you what. Bobby Kraft, he's Uh going down to Florida. He's hitting the massage parlor. He's flying up. He ain't flying up, but he ain't watching them lose. They're going to get it going this week. Patriots win this game outright.
0: Oh, hell. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to Bills all day long. It's got to be the Bills. So, Mr. Brown, you're the lone wolf here, and I'll tell you why. Wow. I've taken the Bills every pick this season. But the Patriots are up against the wall. Everything is on the line. If they don't win this game, their season is pretty much lost, I think. So for whatever reason, I think the Patriots are gonna cover. They might just win this game. And I know the Bills are good, but they haven't been that good. So I've gone against Bills Dad. I've gone against the Bills Mafia who I've picked against or picked with every single week. I've never picked the Patriots this year. This is my first time. I'm taking them against the Bills of all teams.
2: Yeah, you're an idiot. So, so, well, here's my need.
0: lone wolf, Bill's Mafia. Debon get the tables! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my brother, testify! <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's all you need. All right, moving on to Indianapolis Colts with Phillip Rivers against the Detroit Lions. The
1: Colts, three-point favorite? An even three. Even three. You're giving me the Colts with three points, coming off a bye. Dope Rivers is ready to get back away from his 17 kids. I'm taking the Colts to cover. Colts and who?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Lions.
2: Yeah, I got you think Colts. That's, that's that, easy.
0: Well, I'm the lone wolf again. I'm taking the Lions. Give the us li-
1: the cowardly Lions li- because that's where you are. And
0: are the bigger. Lions are in every game. They never get beat by much. They're always in the game. And I don't know. What does what he say? Oh, it's the truck. <laughs> I don't know what he says. <laughs> I can't give you a lone line. Rawr. Wow. Rawr.
1: You're the king of the jungle. And that's what we got. <laughs> I'm terrible. Here's what we figured out at this wow. point in our picks. Chad the Mark... He's not a bangle, and he is not a lion, because he can't do either one. Yeah. Or I'm brown. the
0: cowardly lion.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Heaven's the market yeah,
1: Just <laughs> coward.
2: Just, let's move on.
0: <laughs> All right, the Chargers on the road against the Broncos. The
1: Broncos are a three-and-a-half-point dog. Give me the Chargers to cover. Herbert's coming around. I like the Chargers as a team, and the Broncos got blown out last week at home in a game. They should not be able to keep close. Yeah,
2: I'm going Chargers as well. You got one team with a quarterback and one without a
0: quarterback, so I'm going Chargers. All right, we're back on track because I'm with you. Exactly what Mr. Brown said. Quarterback versus no quarterback. Simple as that. Yep. Go, I,
1: charge us.
0: I, go charge Go charges! go. How about the NFC West where we got the 49ers on the road against the Seahawks? The Seahawks are a three-point favorite at home.
1: I'm taking the Seahawks to cover this. Niners have been playing really well lately. I think that loss last week is one of the better things that could happen for the Seahawks team moving forward. They made a trade for one of your boys, Carlos Dunlap. They realized defense side of the ball. They need to get after the quarterback a little bit more. They're going to play with the lead. Uh, w- Russell Wilson coming off his worst game in probably a year and a you. half. Yeah. Give me the Seahawks.
2: I mean, the 49ers are beat up. The running backs have been beat up all year. However... Seahawks may be starting my dude, DJ Dallas. <laughs> so they're beat up as well. Who? Exactly. <laughs> the only difference is, is that you got Russell Wilson versus Jimmy Garoppolo. Take Wilson
0: all day. If that's what you're measuring in the game one, I absolutely 100% agree. It's the but Seahawks. I'm taking the Seahawks as well because the Seahawks, I think, are the, I think, they're the best team in the NFL, to be honest with you. Not I think they NFL. just – yeah. look, it took – who's better?
1: Ah, what a terrible answer for Mr. Brown. It took some serious craziness in the latter part of the fourth quarter in overtime for the Seahawks to not to win that game after Russell Wilson had thrown three picks, two of them down inside the five-yard line. I mean, inside the red zone.
0: Hey, we have the DK Metcalf thing to live forever now. I just, I think the Seahawks
1: come out, they play They're really angry. well, and they
2: come. I mean, if you put the Seahawks in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, I'd still take the Chiefs. I'd be, I'd be
0: hard pressed Yeah. Chiefs haven't impressed me All right,
2: gotcha. Let's roll on. Chiefs are on about 16 touchdowns and no, one playing. interception. Excuse your point,
1: Jets.
2: We can't. Chad's been moving for a month. He hasn't even watched football, so no. he don't know what's going on. I got to tell you what, we're moving on here, but
1: <laughs> if that game were to happen after what Chiefs did last week, I'd have to take Chiefs. That
2: was
0: in a blizzard doesn't matter. Offense. Playing all even, conditions.
1: Special teams. Said, they all score said, All right. Yeah. Moving
0: on. How about New Orleans on the road to chi maybe? Going against the Bears where New Orleans is a four-and-a-half point favorite.
1: I really don't know what the hell to do with this game yeah, because New Orleans. Orleans has not played New Orleans. up to what they should have for the entire New season. New Every game, they New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. No. there they, you go. They know. should win bigger than they do. The Bears, on the other hand, are a 5 and 2 team that's probably the worst 5 and 2 team in the history Ever. of the Ever. Give me the Saints to cover. This one is tough
2: because, like you said, the Saints should destroy people. The Bears hang out when they shouldn't. Yep. What's going to happen here? One's got to give.
0: Well, you got to pick a team.
2: I don't know. A pick,
1: damn it. Suspense.
0: <laughs> I'm going the Saints, baby. The Saints. Well, it's not much suspense because we all have the Saints across the board. Games. What happens
1: when the Saints
0: are across the board? They go marching in. I'm not uh, singing the song. Uh, shut shut up. up! Sing it.
1: <laughs> not singing it. That's the only when They just one came one out one. of a hurricane. Are they going to be right. okay? Right. It's a hurricane right now. <laughs> right, right now. Hurricanes right. eat it. <laughs> well, it's a road game, so they're good. Oh, right. All right.
0: So, speaking of great games, <laughs> we got America's team. We did, boys. Dallas Cowboys on the road against the city of brotherly love. We got an NFC East rivalry game between the Cowboys
1: and the Eagles.
0: And the the Eagles are an eight-and-a-half-point favorite.
1: So this is the game. This was the one that got moved to Cartoon Network, right? It Um, is on Cartoon
0: Network. Available on HD.
1: Here's the thing. This is the only time this season I could take the Eagles as an eight-and-a-half-point favorite because the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, are starting a guy with a fortune cookie name like Ben <laughs> Guducci. Guducci, yeah. Everybody. Give me the Eagles to cover. Slot
0: like right. Who you got, Mister Brown?
1: Yeah, I got you. You're <laughs> in Dallas. I'm
0: right in there. I think we all got Eagles. There's no suspense here. Dallas is a dumpster fire that's drenched in gasoline. You should be
2: paint beside a Bob have Ross. Serious <laughs>
1: issues if you are betting actual real money on the Cowboys. Who is?
0: Week. I wonder what the smart money's on this, this week. week. We got to look at that.
1: I bet you because it's eight and a half. There's some. There's some push towards the Cowboys. Not here though.
0: We don't know sports, we all take the Eagles. No question. All right, last game. And the past couple weeks, when it comes down to our picks, it all comes down to Monday night, as they say. The Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road against the G G G G G G men. The Giants find themselves at home at 11.5 point dog.
1: So, Tampa Bay is an 11.5 point favorite. That, that's correct. Against when I say the, the Giants are the
0: dog, then yes, the But Tom or the Brady dog.
1: lost two twice in Super Bowls when he was quarterback. But Eli's not there now. With an offense that's rolling, a defense that's playing lights out. Just pick. So, you already know where I'm going. You're going to top it.
0: You got, I can't hear you because you're slobbering. Somewhere.
1: <laughs> Brady's not. He's on Brady's knob. Nah my Gronk's maple syrup.
0: <laughs> Drizzle baby. I don't even Give me want the talk to bucks. That. I don't even want to talk about that. Oh, uh,
2: Danny Dimes is gonna wish he tripped over his own feet this week. It ain't happening. I'm gonna bucks.
0: Ah, uh, it's bucks across the board. Ah, uh, you know, I picked the bucks not to make the playoffs, and here I am picking for him again because Again. Uh well they're playing NFC the East teams. I wish I would've knew the schedule better.
1: Yeah.
0: The Saints play the same teams. But- That's correct.
1: (laughs) You're a jackass, and I hate your face. Yes, you deserve to die, and I hope you burn in hell. (laughs) Uh, Time to kill. That is a good reference.
0: This has been the week eight stone cold NFL lead pipe locks of the week. And if you're paying attention, if you're following Biggie's picks, you might have made a little bit of money. If you're following my picks, you might have broke even. If you're following Mr. Brown's picks, Well, you owe the RS some money right now. I was gonna say (laughs)
2: there's a reason why I'm in trouble with the
0: IRS. (laughs) Don't get out of the damn it. Well, we've had a lot of fun tonight. We've done our NFL picks. We've talked a lot about baseball, but you know what? It's Halloween week. So, Biggie, what's your favorite Halloween movie?
1: The original best slasher film of all time, Halloween one. You're going to the original John Carpenter film. Yeah, the way that they did. They first had the uh, contrast lighting into the movie. Michael Myers is standing right behind her, and they do the fade to light where you can see the white mask show up, which was a William Shatner mask, by the way. It's just the original.
0: <laughs> She's the original scream queen. It is a William Shatner mask. Yep. Props to you for knowing that. You are a pop culture genius. Mr. Brown, you, can you top... The Halloween take. No, I wasn't even listening. Sorry, go ahead, Chad. I was just asking you what your favorite Halloween movie was. I, I don't. I can't tell you. He, he said just. He likes Saw Halloween. Seventeen or something. Saul said, "I hate the Saw movies. How dare you even say that? They're passe. It's like it's like saying you like the Purge movies. You probably yeah. watch the Purge show on USA Network."
1: I have not watched the purge show on USA. I am a fan of there actually being a real purge in the United States well, no, that's different that's
0: that's the difference between fantasy and reality. You're talking about realistic things happening where we could just go out and purge people. yeah, I'm all of, I'm in fan of that. You, you want one of my favorite like horror movies of all time. If we can't touch Halloween, give well, me horror. I don't
2: right? know the difference between Halloween and horror movies. What? Aren't they the
0: same thing? No, it has to be based on Halloween. So no, that's yeah.
2: stupid. <laughs>
0: that's the way it is. I'm sorry. No, man. like well, those are the rules to the game. Not,
2: I don't even then. I don't have nothing. No, you had something. No,
0: like give me a scary movie.
2: What's the difference between horror and Halloween?
0: Well, horror movies are just scary in general, and Halloween movies are based around Halloween. Well, then hocus pocus. You know what? I'm just gonna say That's
2: gay and this is gay. No, kind of no, stage. no. It's
1: not gay, it's Jake Knoll. Yeah. Wrong wrong turn is a as horror a horror movie. movie.
0: Yeah. I, I thought Sarah Jessica Parker and the Hocus Pocus was incredibly attractive, but I didn't realize it just washed off all the Sarah Jessica Parker makeup. That's why she looks so good.
1: You're a big <laughs> in the City fan, aren't you? I am not. No, I had a
2: crush on her as a kid. I gonna, Only because I, of
0: that movie, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. When you saw her without the witch making, you're like, like this is "God,
1: is terrible." It was terrible. She, right. she looks like a witch. What's your favorite Halloween movie?
0: Uh, I would have to go with Halloween. I think Hocus Pocus is great. Just because I was just
2: saying that because I'm, I think it's stupid. I'm not
0: even saying it's stupid. I'm just saying, as a as a adolescent male, I thought Sarah Jessica Parker in Hocus Pocus was quite attractive. I didn't realize she wasn't wearing makeup in that movie. I thought this was like witch costume.
1: So, Mister Brown, your favorite horror movie of all time doesn't matter what time Yeah, of let's year.
2: open it up beyond Halloween. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Just
0: to bring you in. Yeah, I
2: mean, because like Halloween,
0: they're all cheesy. Well, it is Halloween season. No, but
2: I think they should all be concluded, included all right.
0: together. So what's the scariest damn movie you I, can see? No,
2: I'm not even going that way. Oh.
0: I'm intrigued.
2: Like, I, my favorite like scary movie of all time is Interview with the Vampire.
0: Inter- that's scariest.
2: It's not even scary. It's, this in, that, is it's, different. In, that, it's in that category. It was oh, a great movie.
0: It is good.
2: It's great. I like that. No, that's like three hours long. It's, it's acceptable. Is. Have you even seen it?
0: Larry King is in that movie.
2: You haven't even seen it, Biggie.
0: You don't even say it's acceptable. <laughs> I've watched it five times.
1: Ah, tell, Scott, me Pitt, tell me the Tom name. Tell me the name. Tom and no. Antonio Banderas. What's the girl's name? Huh? What's the girl's name in it? Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. No,
0: that's Hocus Pocus, <laughs> damn it. It's Kirsten Dunst. She's the little girl. Yeah, you didn't know.
1: No, but that uh, in- interview with the vampire was on the other night. Yeah,
0: that's why you I wasn't
1: watching. Watch reminded me
0: of you. Probably it. fell asleep.
2: No, I can't say I have like a the favorite
1: like horror movie. I like a lot of them.
0: But you like horror movies better than just the Halloween
1: movies. Absolutely. So, right. what are your favorite two or three horror movies? I don't
0: know. I don't well. Come on, enlighten here. us here. Uh, I'll give you mine. My, my favorite horror movie of all time is, um oh, what's the name of it? Where they, they follow the girl around. Um, The Blair Witch Project. No,
1: it's not the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> that movie's terrible.
0: <laughs> terrible. Oh, uh, It Follows. That's my number one favorite.
1: I like, uh, and it was a miniseries back at the time, but I was Roots. a kid. No. God, you're a, he only likes murder mysteries, so it's got to be real
2: life. Murder, here. she wrote. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> Angela uh, Lansbury. You got to go to bed after <laughs> that matlock
1: goes off. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, I was watching a lot of Ed Kemper last night. Ed, Ed Kemper interviews. The co-ed slasher. <laughs> no. He'd like to kill him and fuck <laughs> him. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. But what I was going to say is, you know... You can judge a person off of what movie they know what movie they know Tim Curry from? I think of Tim Curry, I think of
0: Rocky Horror Picture Show.
1: <laughs> yes. And it. The original. It. All right. So, what do you like better, Rocky Horror Picture Show or It? Rocky Horror Picture Show. So, you're
0: bad. a transsexual from Transylvania. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, give me the it! <laughs> it is the it. <laughs> <laughs> he gave you oh, the, wow. the it. <laughs> ah, we're officially off the rails once again. <laughs> oh no! All right, just okay. So I threw those couple out there, and a couple I enjoy, Mister Brown, Chad, the Mark. Just one or two that you would watch right now, Ron. All right, TV. I already gave you it follows. I'll follow it up
0: with for whatever reason. I love House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay, Mister Brown. House of a... Th- I, I love that, too. You,
2: you like it? Like too? Th- no, th- I like that, all too. Right, but- give me a fist
0: bump.
1: No, I yeah, like all Rob that. Zombie or just that? that was, I like Rob that, Zombie, that was but the, best the whole,
2: whole trilogy is good. Yeah. that was a weird one back in like the 90s, I think. That intrigued me, and I still would watch it if it came on, was uh, 13 Ghosts. 13 Ghosts? Yeah. I think it was like late 90s, yeah. early aughts, maybe. We had, uh, what's her name from American Pie? Oh, Shane, Shane Elizabeth, Elizabeth
0: and uh, Matthew Lillard, yes. the crazy guy from Scream, yes. right? Yeah, you know That was I mean? a decent
2: one. Yeah, that uh, was all right.
0: I like the premise of that. So uh, that, I like that, and for
2: a childhood uh, answer, I'm going to say Monster Squad monster oh
0: wow i love monster squad yeah i don't know if that's a horror movie it's more of a, it's it is a
1: fun movie no,
0: it's just good for that generation it's just great you kids today you don't know what you're missing yeah.
1: so you can give an in-depth answer or just a thumbs up thumbs down uh from when we we're in high school late 90s you mentioned scream trilogy came out became a big hit kids still dress up as that ghost for halloween the that ghost mask, mask. Yeah. Looking back on it, what is your opinion of the trilogy?
0: I love Scream. Now, the trilogy itself is not great, but the original Scream, Wes Craven, the
1: guy that made
0: Nightmare on Elm Street, the original Scream, thumbs up a 100% of the time, every day of the week, no question. He's more of a I know what you did last summer kind of guy. No, I I just gave, what are you talking about? (laughs) That's not me. I just gave you the most emphatic thumbs up Uh, for Scream I could uh, give. The first one was good. It was good. It was. It was, and then Absolutely. they kind of got watered down, but yeah. it was great. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was fantastic. It, it the first reinvented one it the, the horror Walmart.
1: genre today. Hello, Sydney. It, that's what I thought. It reinvented the horror genre. <laughs> Hello, Sydney. Sydney. I tell you what, had Drew Barrymore known they were going to go with the trilogy, she wouldn't have signed on. No, nah, she died in the first, first
0: ten minutes. That's how you know it's a good movie. We kill off the main star right now. Yeah, that's right. how it goes. Right. And then Dewey. And Gail Weathers, they end up getting married, right? Yeah. Uh, David cat uh, and uh, Courtney Cox. Yep. That's right. And they had weird babies. They did. I don't know. I don't mean that. If you guys had lovely babies, I apologize. Well,
1: just don't name them Apple.
0: That was Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh. Oh, that's our 90s pop culture for the night. I think we'll wrap up on that point. This has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Have a wonderful, scary, horrifying happy Halloween, and we'll see you next week.